Hello and welcome. This is the abbreviated West Virginia University football podcast. I am Mike Casaza from Earsports.com and this is a Paramount podcast. Today, we bring you an abbreviated look at the latest news from WVU. Three talking points. One starts with the W, one starts with the V, one starts with the U. We start right now. The W stands for wide receiver. I know I'm cheating wide receiver. It's probably the two outside positions. We're going to talk about the four receiving positions, but give me a break here. Anyhow, it was somewhere on this website sometime in the past month when we got to talking about the receivers. The point being West Virginia had a bunch, including six newcomers, four transfers, two highly celebrated freshmen, but the Mountaineers didn't really have an idea what to do with all of them. Put them out in the field, but where? So you put them out in the field and let them figure out where with their play. Now that's tricky because there's a difference between an X and a Z. That's the left and the right. There's a difference between an H and a slot. Those are your inside guys. But there's a big difference between outside and inside. Can an outside player be inside? Does an inside player have the size, the strength to be an outside player? Yeah. That's what we figured out. Yeah. Receivers coach Bilal Marshall said it's not really a size thing to be outside or inside. It's skill. It's know-how. It's being able to execute the assignments that are given to you at those positions. And on Monday, Neil Brown said that he wants to have this whole thing pinned down by the middle of the week. But Devin Carter is going to be a Z. Cortez Brame is going to be an X. Those are your outside guys. Preston Fox, Jarrell Williams, Jeremiah Aaron. They could be inside and outside players. And stop for a second to consider how different Fox, Williams, and Aaron are. Rodney Gallagher, inside. Traylon Ray outside. So some players will flex because they can, and some because they're new will be held to one spot. The V is for vision and how this is supposed to look. The Mountaineers are not there yet. And you might have concerns about the second teams on offense and defense, but Brown said Monday he knows who his starters are just about every spot right now, but not every spot. So West Virginia is going to cook this a little bit during the week. They're going to have practice under the lights on Wednesday. They're going to have a mock game on Saturday. Further develop competition, depth chart, position battles. Right now, have to figure out who's going to be the right guard. Have to figure out who the will linebacker will be. And you have to do starters and backups at all the special teams positions. And that's not just me making a mountain out of a molehill. That's not just kickers, punters, snappers, and holders. That's a two deep on kickoff, kickoff return, punt, punt return, field goal, PAT, and field goal PAT block. And keep in mind, it's not just a number of players. There are snap count and playing time restrictions that the coaches have in place for starters and regulars on offense and defense. I want to point out, though, that for all the question marks that we think exist on defense, like, is Sean Martin going to be ready? Who are the cornerbacks? Are they comfy with Marcus Floyd at cat? Is this Lance Dixon's time? You know, questions like that. Well, there seem to be starters at all these spots, so we probably have some answers. Martin, supposed to be full go for the first time today. He's been in a green jersey, limited participation the entire preseason. It sounds like Beanie Bishop is going to be one cornerback, and then Jacoby Spells, Malachi Ruffin is the other? I don't know, but not having that position in the discussion with Neil Brown indicates the staff does know. And yeah, Floyd's your cat, and I would probably watch Hershey McLaurin as the spear. Finally, the U is for underreported. There are marquee players who have earned and who receive a lot of attention. 
There are newcomers who we are naturally fascinated with. This is just how the preseason goes. Tall guys, fast guys, new guys, old guys, good guys, guys who have to be good. The ink finds people for different reasons, but the ink can avoid people too, and that's not always fair. There are nevertheless a handful of players who have really done well for themselves. I think back a couple of years to the all-camp team I used to do. It was not a depth chart. Plus one to you if you get that joke. But instead, it was a position-by-position list of the players who made the most of camp. Not a starter, not a star, but just someone who rose a level, rose two levels, rose three levels. Came from, I don't know what we have here, to, we got something here. I can't do that anymore. We don't have the one-on-one time of players or coaches. We can't speak freely in these news conferences to really plumb and probe those questions. So it's hard to fish for that intel. But I've been listening and talking for a while now. And there's some names we really want to wedge into the conversation here. Running back, Jaheim White has not slowed down. He's going to play. Justin Johnson, who was like the fourth name when you think about that position, because certainly you're going to mention White, Jalen Anderson, and C.J. Donaldson, and perhaps early on, D.J. Oliver. You might not get more glowing reviews at that position than ones about Justin Johnson. Jarrell Williams may be one of the more pleasant surprises on offense. A receiver who was here as a redshirt freshman with the ability to play multiple positions. Yeah, you'll take that. Johnny Williams left tackle of the future, ahead of schedule, and he's just talked about differently than the other offensive linemen in this class. Other side of the ball, how about Fatorma Mobile? We give Mike Lockhart props for being in shape this year and acknowledging how difficult that could be for him last year, having sat out a semester, being in the portal for a long time. Mobile had the same thing. He wasn't in the portal quite as long, but he didn't get here until the summer. Fit, strong, ready to roll. When he hits campus, he is not going to take a step back. He's taking step forwards. He gives WVU a presence in the middle. How about Davon Hawkins? Has a motor. He can cover depth at two spots now, and Tomiwa Durojaye is closer to playing time than was anticipated. I'm not sure there's a starter in there, but there are fewer questions now where those individuals are concerned. And that's not something that should be underreported. Baseball has begun, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Samphill, every Monday through Saturday as we deliver all of your fantasy baseball needs in just five minutes. We'll break down the biggest performers, news, and prospects who could make an impact this season. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found. 